I'm Derek Thompson, the host of the podcast, Plain English. We tackle technology, politics, culture, history, everything that's happening in the world and why it matters. New episodes of Plain English drop every Tuesday and Friday on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Peter Rosenberg! Shout out to that guy, yes. The majesty. Oh, my goodness. It's professional wrestling. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the world's number one sports and recreation podcast. It's Cheap Heat. And here in New York today, you have not only the forever 24-7 champion, but back off of one week hiatus, he had torn his pec last week and was unable to compete, but 35 and 35 Dipperstein is in the building. Wow. I'm, I'm still nursing the injury. Um, but uh, I've been doing a lot of exercises for it, my, it happened, my pectoral it, muscle. He picked up, um, I, it, it was a full gallon coffee mate, uh, of hazelnut <laughs> and it, it weighed so much SGG that it, it he tore the as, pack right off the bone. I heard I, he did that while he had a bagel with, with, uh, with full schmears in the same hand. Yeah. Yeah. No, the other hand was. he had the, and he had the balance was off cause he had the schmear uh, in one hand in and the, the coffee mate in the okay. other. That's right. And as I went to go pour the, the, the international delight. As I was rounding the, you know, the, the, the edge of the coffee mug, I felt it. And then I, and I, you that was right it. I went down. Yeah. I went down. <laughs> oh, I, I got to tell you, I don't know how you, you, you live in the city. I mean, it, well, is, what's going- it is so. Hectic. Oh, wait, by the way, real quick. And also, of course, in Philadelphia, oh. the physically strong stack guy, great. Of course. Of course. All right. As you were. Dip. I just I just can't believe the hectic nature of this, this city, New York. 
I know. It's too much. But but LA's hectic in a different way. But at least that you're just I'm in traffic in Beverly Hills. Right. Here I'm 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 I have to get this subway. It's not the local, it's the express. I get off the this. I have to go across town. I have to take the shuttle. Then I gotta get off and take the subway to the fourteenth street. Then I get the to fourteenth street. I gotta take the, the Uber to street. the thing. I mean every the I don't know why I <laughs> Oh, God. All I want to do is just sit in and, and have an everything bin an egg everything bagel but with, here's uh, the thing. with lox and, and lettuce but and, here's and green thing. cheese. Can I just say this, though? If you were here. Stop yourself. If you were here more often, like a little more often, which you've talked about doing before, like you had a place to, to rest your head. Yeah. You would get a rhythm that would make it feel less hectic. Like, I don't. Can I just be honest? And I know I, I, I I'm comfortable with our peckerheads. Like, I've worked really hard. I I I do the things that are comfortable for me. I don't sniff the subway anymore. I, I yeah. don't. I drive. I have my own car. I park in a garage. I drive around where I want to. I have a garage at work. But it's privilege. It's absolutely privilege. But you would be if you had a place here, you would be able to live here the way you want to. The Ubers at this point. First, oh, it's you, first the Ubers all, are insane. First of all, you can't get a cab. There is no cab. There's no light on. There it's is a, no light. There is not a light in sight. Okay. There's no cab. <laughs> Cabs are gone from New York. There's no more cabs. It does feel like there's not a light in sight. They're gone. You're not finding one ever. I have not seen. I have tried to get a cab. I've been here for a couple of days. I have tried to get a cab constantly. Not one cab is available to me this week. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow. Then, then. And he's white. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, Can you imagine? Wow. SGG, that means if you were black, you wouldn't even see the cab. It would not even exist right. physically. <laughs> right. So then, and then you try to get the Uber. You get the Uber. It's $50 to go, it's to go downtown. It's crazy. It, the, the Uber prices are so out of control here. Like SGG, my guess is in, in Philadelphia, it's probably half of what it is. In I Uber. must have racked up probably. seven, eight hundred dollars in Ubers just in, in two days, three days. I mean, I'm er, but you see, can't Dip, get a cab. You're not, you're not working the system with the apps, though, Dip. You need Lyft. You need Via. Doesn't doesn't New York? Have I don't it? even know Via. What's Via? It's New York. It's New York, right? It's like yeah, Via was a thing. I, I used to use Via. I wonder if it's more competitive because, man, it's. Via Shmia, okay? You can't get around the New York City. It's impossible. Yeah. To me, this is the home base. Well, yeah, I'm going to have to mute that I now. Dip just blatantly. Thank you, Troy, if you could edit that with a little bleep as Dip just gave out my home address. <laughs> <laughs> Glad just, this is a just, podcast. Just go for it all, Dip. Just put the apartment number on it. Because once they, once they in the building, he's it's not one hard F. to find. It's 1F. <laughs> yeah. Leave that in. It's one app. You can find me. Oh, God. Um, But no, listen, I hear you. You're not wrong. But like the way I live in New York is up here on the Upper West Side with a car and a garage. I get to work from home a good amount. Because you're right by the West Side Highway. I'm right by the highway. Jump on it. You have to go. When you're here, you're going everywhere. You're going if you, go, if you go edge to edge, river to river, it's a problem. I can't do it. If you go, if you go north to south, it's a river problem. River to river. Yeah, river to river. River to river. It's too much. It's yeah. too much. Yeah. <laughs> so once Dip said he had to take the shuttle, I knew that he was all he was all out of sorts. Oh god, I, I just I, there's so many sounds and the, the loudness and the everything. All the surfaces are uneven. They should make all the surfaces <laughs> even. Okay. There's ten billion things of scaffolding. Somebody clean it up out here, will you? What have you liked about your trip to New York? <laughs> he said he had to egg everything. Yeah, the one bagel we had the other day. <laughs> that was good. It was fantastic. <laughs> it, was, it was wrapped tightly. 
It was just the um, right. Oh, it was, really it was good. just the right amount of locks. And you, I introduced you to lettuce on a bagel. I never in in my life, SGG, had lettuce on a bagel. And Dipperstein, not only does Dipperstein have lettuce on his bagel, in addition to the cream cheese, do you have locks too or no? Yeah, cream cheese, locks, lettuce, and then he adds American cheese. Yeah, on top wow. of the cream cheese, and I'd never had it. It was delicious. Cheese on top of cream cheese, yeah, is a very special delight. It really is. It was something. So it's he something. had to egg everything with cream cheese, American cheese, lox and lettuce. That's right. Yes, I might go ahead and call that the cheap heat bagel sandwich. That that might be what that is. <laughs> That'd be on the board as the cheap heat. Yeah, it's the cheap heat. The cheap it would be. It would be a, 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 egg, egg everything. everything. But you, you might not get that option. But ideally, egg everything. But you didn't scoop out. Me, you? I think you got to scoop. I out. don't scoop. He doesn't me, scoop. No, no, I don't even know what's the point of a bag. You're, you're eating basically a, a, a soft yeah, cracker yeah, at that right. point. <laughs> Wait, but hold on. I'm hold scooping on. and scooping. You find an egg everything out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're, you're really having a great day. Yeah, you hold on to it. Egg everything. Yeah. I mean, I want to. I wanted to buy 30 of them, fly them home. I know. Just freeze them. Egg everything's are not that common. And I, I'm happy with just an egg. Of course. I, but by the way, if I have to, but how about this? I love an egg everything. Thanks to Natalie. She put me onto it. However... If I have to choose between an egg and an everything, mm-hmm. I would choose egg. You're choosing egg I'm over choosing everything? I'm choosing egg over everything. Now we're doing the tears of bagels. <laughs> we're right here already. <laughs> we are right in the tears of schmears, which, by the way, is coming up in like two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. I don't even have a flight yet. You, you, I don't know where I'm staying. I don't know anything. You haven't figured anything out yet? No. All right. We'll figure it out. We'll, okay. we'll get it all together. SUG, where are you staying? Do you want to tell us? Mandalay Bay. SUG's at Mandalay Bay. Oh. The vacationing stack guy, Greg, who is rolling, rolling, rolling. Are you going straight up from Vegas to Hawaii? Yes. What a week for SGG. Wow. Yep. Money in the bank. You think you know people in this town, and then you realize you know them. You Oh, you know people in this oh, town. Oh, yeah. Oh, He's yeah. the vacationing man will vacation. Damn it. That's right. Uh, all right, SGG, what is happening outside the ring? So we got some bad news, some worse news, and then some interesting news. Okay. Um, the bad news is Paige announced that she will be exiting WWE. Um, I believe the date she announced was July 7th. Um, originally, she put out a, a statement, and then she followed that statement up with uh, an announcement on her Twitch stream where she revealed that WWE does not want to resign her. Um, it wasn't her decision. Um, she doesn't want to walk away. But she just had no choice, so she will be leaving WWE um, on July seventh. What was she doing again there? I don't. I don't. I, I'm not even she's, clear what she's, she was doing. She's been under contract and not working for at this point years. Yeah. So well, like we don't know the ins and outs of of of, of Paige. We don't know the ins and outs of anything. The only but, thing we know is after she hurt her neck, that of course she was not. It was in a match with Sasha, right? Several yes. years ago at a live event. And in New York, I believe. This was after she came back from an injury. Right. And she had only been back for a little while from an injury. She had the neck injury. She left. It's been literally a few years now. She must be all elite. If 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 that's what everyone thinks. Did you see any graphics? Any all elite page graphics? There's not no all yet. Not, not yet. yet. July July seventh. She can't she can't do anything till July seventh. I see. I would um I would absolutely if she's capable of physically working again. I would absolutely sign her to AEW. I would too. And if she's incapable of working, <laughs> guess what? I would still sign her to AEW. I think that I know we know dip and British accents on wrestling can be complicated for you. 
but she is a good talker with a great look who could be an awesome manager that helps pull that women's division together. I, I think she's a great hire no matter what. I always like Paige. I, I didn't never dislike Paige. I just, you know, she was so nice to us one day. One oh, she's at, awesome. At that banquet <laughs> with that we met Nikolai Volkov at. That was the same. Oh, we had a very nice Paige interaction. Yeah, yeah, she's great. She's she Well, she went on, you know, for a while. I was pretty tight with Paige for a while there in my early WWE run. She's super cool. Super, super cool. So I, I hope she gets another opportunity. I think she deserves it. I think she will. Yeah. And um, like you said, too, she doesn't even have to manage women. She can manage like House of Black. This place, Love that. Oh, this House of Black's a great call. This I was thinking place. about how what she adds to the women's division, but you are correct. Yeah, she could do a lot of things. Yeah, there's a place for it anyway. Um, the worst news, Jeff Hardy was arrested. Mm, I believe it was Monday. Um, it was a DUI. TMZ reporting that he was pulled over by the officers and then he was given a breathalyzer. Um, they claimed they pulled him over because he was swerving and they said they had some 911 calls on him. They pulled him over. They gave him a breathalyzer. They claimed that he blew he blew a .291 and the .294, both of which are over three times the legal limit in Florida where he was pulled over. I almost mean. Almost four times the legal limit. Um, I believe he had a court date and he was bonded out. Um, but then AEW had their say in the matter and he has been suspended without pay, um, basically ordered to go to rehab and that it was, it was made public that uh, rehab would be a condition on his continued employment in AEW basically. I'm, I'm hoping this is the, um, the, the, you know, the final wake up call that Jeff Hardy needs to get his life together. And uh, as you, as we all know on this podcast, he's a great guy. And um, we wish him the best. We want him, we want a healthy Jeff Hardy to finish out his career as the mage wrestler that he is and always was. What are your thoughts? I would love that. I, he's had so many bottoms. Right. He's had so many bottoms. Um, you know, he had that match he worked in TNA where he was completely messed up. <clears throat> yeah. And he's I don't want to speculate, obviously, on his health, but he did not look great at double or nothing. Right? No, no. I, I said everyone, that too. Everyone said um, that. Yeah, so so this is now And then there was the house show in WWE where I mean he basically covered it and said that like he was sort of like Jedi mind tricking them to to force their hand on the situation because he wanted out. Um, but but who the knows? house show recently too, yeah, where he just left through the audience yeah. and yep. sort of disappeared. Yeah, I, I, I really hope that for some somehow this becomes the thing that really sends him back onto a path of sobriety. But it is a usually people need something in their life to happen before they really make that change. You know, Jeff, thank God has avoided a lot of terrible things, but he's also had his share of things happen and none of it has completely been able for him to, to force his hand to turn it around. I really hope this is it. I, I, I echo your sentiments, Dip. I hope this is it. And he digs deep, goes back into 12-step, uh, takes some time off if he needs to. But uh, we wish Jeff Hardy the best. Yeah, agreed. Um, I couldn't have put it any better. And... Finally, some interesting news. 
it was reported over the weekend that um, MJF, friend of Jace of the show, uh, was interested in making some moves to Hollywood. Um, I believe I saw that that he's already done some voiceover work, and that they they're reporting that he has an, an representation and an agent, and that he is mm. interested in more work in Hollywood. You know, they they won't leave this guy alone. It's it's a, it, it, it's it's getting there. They'll report on anything that this guy does now. It's, it, they're so desperate these dirt sheets for just one little kernel. It, it's getting absurd, is it not? It's getting. It's I the other day when I saw this story, I was like, this isn't a story. No. There's no news here. There's nothing. No. There's no there. There. Leave the we, guy alone. We know that he. We know that he's an entertainer. We know that he. he I don't know if people do know that. I, I'm well, starting to think people don't know if MJF is an entertainer. Everything well, his, he does, they take at face value. No matter his, what he says, they go, okay, yeah, sure. We even on AEW, though, he had that bit with Chris Jericho. got picked up by the New York Times, and he said that, like, you know, he he does this. Like, he, you know, he works. this is what he does. Workers work. Now, listen, yeah. and it's getting so crazy. Listen to a story that I found earlier. This is, I, I believe this is on Cage Side Seats or, or The Torch. I don't remember where I read it. But this is an actual story that's out there about MJF right now. Listen to this. MJF spotted at local Walgreens choosing quilted northern over Cottonelle. Insiders are saying that the embittered AEW star is seeking a softer wipe. Several former friends recall seeing MJF as early as last fall complaining about the quality of toilet paper in the AEW locker room. I mean, it's unbelievable. That's just too far. Every little minutia of the guy's life is being critiqued. I mean, it's, it's crazy at this point. I, I they just won't leave him alone. I I, I uh, you know I, I hope he returns to the ring. I I, I don't know what's going to be, but uh, well, listen, until just, then we don't need to know about I the toilet to- paper. We don't need to know he's in Walgreens. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean that's the thing though, right? Like that that he had to go into the Walgreens and, and pick up better quality toilet paper because of the quality of the toilet paper at AEW. That says something, right? Doesn't that speak to the the budget that they have over there and the overspending? It could on, on it could talent? speak to the budget. It could yeah, speak. Yeah, and I just think yeah. that and, and, and to the fractured relationship between him and Tony Khan, clearly that even toilet paper is something that they're fighting about. But he has yeah. to handle himself. He wants and, it done right, he has to handle it himself. And by the way, I'll tell you right now, when you get to WWE, if if one day he were to go, the toilet paper Quilted Northern. Get out of here. 100% Quilted Northern. There's Quilted Northern at WWE. Oh, yeah. The purple kind? I, I don't see the wrapping, but I feel I feel it when I use it. Now, wait. Is that is that at, like, corporate office headquarters? Is, is that, like, in the backstage, backstage? In, in the they bathroom. Make sure they're they're supplying it backstage in the bathroom. They replace wow. the definitely industrial Scott cheap Correct. Toilet paper with Quilted Northern. Correct. Well, this is a great company. This is wow. this is a this is a Fortune 500 company. That's finest. Uh, by the way, speaking of that Fortune 500 company, um, the A and E WWE situation is getting set off very soon. Is that this weekend or is it in two weeks? The what situation? The WWE content on A and E. Oh, yes. It says uh, it's back on. No, no, we still have a, we still have a, a few weeks. I thought okay, it was okay. sooner. I thought it was sooner too. It says it says ready for all new WWE content. We're back on July tenth. So July tenth is the beginning, and I will tell you guys something. I have started my prep for the show that I'm doing, Smack Talk, and included in that is the we we talk about the Lex Luger biography, yeah. and I just want to say. 
kudos on Lex Luger being a choice because this is exactly the kind of name yes. I want on a biography. Yeah. Like a big enough name that That's a lapsed fan will remember and go, oh, yeah, I, I loved Lex Luger, but also a known enough quantity for wrestling fans to want to see it. And honestly, I haven't seen that much on him. You know, the truth is yeah, it's a relatively unknown story. It sort of yes. is like Lex Luger is a name that we have been watching since the jump. OK, basically. Think, yeah. You know, my earliest memories of Lex Luger were going back and renting the VHSs from Blockbuster of Starcade, you know, 87. Mm-hmm. Starcade. You don't remember even, the narcissist dip? When the narcissist no, that was after. That, that was after. That's later, though. That was That's after. Later. That's 93. You get into the narcissist era. Um, but. So wait, you were renting the tapes before he showed up in WWE to watch him in WCW? Oh, yeah. Dip. Oh, yeah, dude. Dip, dip, oh, yeah. Dip was watching all that. When I was four, five years he, old. You know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is how he became a savant was watching old WCW tapes when he was five years yeah, old. Yeah, I remember I remember the Starcade eighty eight tape cover was was uh Luger and Flair and he, like in a in like a slam motion of something. He was wearing like yellow shorts, am I right? He wore yellow tights, am I right? Starcade eighty eight. I'm looking it up right now. I we don't can, see that. We, oh. can edit, we can edit this am out I right? if you're wrong. He is right. Starcade eighty eight, what I'm seeing is Lex Luger pressing Ric Flair over his head. Yeah. And it says True Grit on the cover. Yeah, that was the tagline. And green shorts on flare, yellow, orange background. Yeah. Wow, very good. So, so you know. The He's nar- been around forever. Forever. The narcissist era was, was you know, totally uninteresting. But they, he did, they did make a great Hasbro toy of the narcissist at the time. Um, I like the narcissist stuff. Um, the, the, the you like the mirror elbow? gimmick? The mirror, the mirror, the mirror gimmick, the mirror was gimmick yeah. The elbow too. When they were like, "Yo, his elbow's got a steel plate in it." You don't want to. Oh, that's right. But that's I gotta right. tell you, Good I gotta goal. tell you guys. So I watched the doc. It's not the final cut. Uh, I'm sure the the final one will, will will be even better. Did they get into the Elizabeth stuff? Oh, the Bed Bath and Beyond. They get into the Elizabeth stuff, and and there's one important piece. I, I I'm really excited for you all to watch this. I think for our listeners, the Lex Luger one really jumps out. I mean, honestly, there are a few that are freaking great. I. But I'll get to that. The The piece of the Elizabeth story that was interesting was I felt like all of us had a lot of blame for Lex Luger when yes. Elizabeth died. Yes. Because we and didn't know what, anything. We were just like not, not knowing anything. We didn't know anything. It was it was something yeah. that we held on to sort of like the quilted Northern Cottonelle story. It's very much like that. I'm glad you pointed that out. Um, however, we we kind of all made up a story for ourselves that we didn't know. That's right. And then in this doc, you see like he was absolutely devastated. He loved Elizabeth. They were in a real relationship. I mean, they were troubled. They clearly had drug problems and they were troubled, but he loved her. And I think I was like, wow, I feel like his fans. We always just sort of probably honestly out of some sort of crazed marquee loyalty to macho, macho man. man. Yeah. We, we were angry at Lex Luger and blamed him when in fact they were two adults who had a relationship, what, 10 years after her marriage, Long you know, and, and tragically she passed away. Also, I'll say one nice thing about this doc is Lex Luger is wheelchair bound. We know that. Yes. He looks pretty good in this and he can okay. get and he can. And by the way, he's able to live on his own. His arms looked really frail last time I saw him. No, he's frail, but like he he seems happy. That's good. And he and he doesn't need help taking care of himself. He can bathe. He can do all the things he needs to do himself. Do they talk about his friendship with Sting? 
Oh, my. do they talk about the friendship with the friendship of the cinch? Friendship of the cinch. Oh, best friends for life till right now. They're brothers in Christ. They're brothers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you guys are gonna enjoy that, and one other one that I'll, I'll plug here <laughs> that you're gonna enjoy: the Rivals episode of Stone Cold and The Rock. Oh, is so good. There's so much behind the scenes from back then. There's so much video. You know how enthralled I am when I see backstage video in 1999? It's enthralling. It's, it's, it is nothing enthralls you, me more. We could have never dreamed of seeing this, though. I know. And then you're seeing, like, Mick Foley walking around next to China. And, like, all the, you're just like, oh, my Mick God. Foley knew China? I know. They're near <laughs> each other? I cannot wait. And it, it's amazing. And I have to tell everyone this story. Because what would an episode of Cheap Heat be in 2022 if I didn't tell a story about Natalie? I showed her the the preview episode, right? I was like, I was like, you got to see, you know. Listen, per- perks of perks of uh, of dating a monster WWE nerd who works for the company and a very talented man. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I showed her the rivals. I was just going to show her a minute of it, and listen to how amazing this woman is. She's like, no, no, can we watch the rest of it? And I was like, oh, I thought we were going to watch Hacks, but okay, okay, let's just Good let's show. just watch. Love hacks. Let's just watch the rest of it. So we keep watching. And she keeps pointing out the things she remembers, the beer bath. And she's like, oh, my God, I watched this when I was 13, blah, 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 blah. Then we get up to WrestleMania 19. Mm -hmm. And she tells me that at this point, she was out. She was now like a a teenager. And she was kind of gone. That's the one you needed to be in on. That's the one that you. I don't know. I love 19. Some people, a lot of people consider 17 the one. 19 was the one for me. So, so she I'm was a big four guy. So she, <laughs> I know you are. So she was out by 19 and anyone who knows WrestleMania 19 well knows that at the end of that match between stone cold and the rock, where the rock finally goes over winning the final WrestleMania between the two championship wasn't on the line though. I didn't like that. Stone cold beat him for the title twice at WrestleMania. Good point. SGG. Why was the title not on the line? They didn't have it. Brock and Brock. And oh, 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 because they didn't have it. Oh, OK, OK. But it still was the main event. I mean, when it's all said and done, it like Brock was tech, but it was the that was real the match. Event. That was the match. Yeah. Was it honestly? Wait, was it Brock Undertaker? No, Brock that was Brock Angle. Kurt. Brock Kurt. Right. Brock. Brock Kurt. Yeah. I mean, like, SGG, I'm going to disagree with you in the sense of even worrying about it, but as exemplified by the fact that I forgot there wasn't even a title involved. Like, it's so much bigger. <laughs> no, it definitely didn't matter. <laughs> it didn't matter. But but so they have this. This is the blow off. This is actually the biggest one when you think about it. This is the last one. Yeah. And when The Rock wins and pins him in the middle of the ring in Seattle in front of 50, 60,000 at Safeco Field. After how many rock bottoms? I think three. Like three. And he ate some stunners, too. Did he also eat three stunners? Oh, oh of course he I mean, of course he ate some He stunners. was eating and eating. Yeah. <laughs> After that moment, you've seen it before, Rock sits over Austin and talks to him, right? And you can see him talking, and Earl Hebner kind of gets close, and he pushes, pushes Hebner away. Because that's, that's not a guy you want around in these moments, because we already remember the screw <laughs> Yeah. You yeah, like, exactly. Just back off. We got this. He, he, so, there could, could be a three count out of nowhere. You never <laughs> exactly. know. After the match. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So he pushes him away and he's sitting there over and we all know we've heard him them talk about this before that they exchange these emotional words. They never say what they said, though. They say it here. Oh, they, they say what they said. Natalie had never seen this scene. And when I look over at her, she has tears rolling down her face, weeping 
at Stone Cold and The Rock. And I said, you know what? I that's love this woman. That's yeah. what it's about. I yeah. did. I am the luckiest man in the now, world. Now, but one day when she cries at Hercules, uh, swinging the chain around his head, <laughs> that's when you'll really know. That's when you'll really know this is the one. <laughs> in what setting? Why would she cry at Hercules? I don't know. Swinging the you chain. You know, it was he was so good at swinging it, and he almost hit so many people when when swinging. He was swinging and swinging, and that he was so skilled at the swing. That um, it was very emotional for me back in the day. Welcome so to it, the shoot. They got and, rock, they and still is. For this, and they say what they said. They say what they say. Do you they say what they said? Do you? I, I ask you. Do you think Hercules's chain was a gimmick chain, or do you yes. think it was a real chain? I think it had to be a gimmick chain. It was. I mean, or like a. Thick it, I think it might have been a real chain, chain but, but, but it might have been, been real because he never hit anyone with it. Right. But people, there was refs ducking and ducking. People were ducking up a storm. and like it didn't. It didn't look plasticky. It didn't like, look plastic at all. It didn't. Who could we, they have? We call some chains, you know. Like, yeah, of course we can. We can call someone right now. But it didn't look plasticky. You, you want me to call Ben Brown? Yeah, yeah. We need to call Ben about this and see. For, first time this has ever happened that we're calling archivist Ben Brown on the podcast. We, we must know if Hercules's chain was a gimmick chain. Let's see if he answers. Imagine he's like walking by it right now when you ask. <laughs> it's possible. Oh. Hello, Peter. Ben Brown, it's 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 Peter Rosenberg, Brian Dipperstein, and Stack Guy Greg on the Cheap Heat podcast. <laughs> we have okay. We have one important question. It came up, and uh, there's and there's only one person we could ask, and that man is Ben Brown, the archivist oh of WWE. Are you ready? Uh, I'll probably get it wrong, but, <laughs> but I don't think so. No, no, you're gonna. Right. You might get it right. You might I, get I, it right. Okay, here, the question we have for you is. Was Hercules's chain gimmicked or legit? Who? I don't even. I don't know what that first word means. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Was it very hard metal or was it slightly softer than what it appeared? Or plastic? I, I, I would. I would say that it was very hard metal. You really? think hard metal? Do you have? Do you have any of Hercules' chains? Well, how could he swing it like that without with it with it being soft? That's what I'm saying. He was That's a very the, skilled performer. I right. Mean, think, just think, yeah. Just think about it like from a practical standpoint. Should we call a physicist? <laughs> <laughs> you might want to call a physicist. Yes. <laughs> All right, Ben. Thank you very much. We don't want to get you in trouble. We know you're a professional. My, but thank my you pleasure. And I don't. And I don't have it. So there you go. All right. All right. right. Well, you know well, what? Not that I know. By maybe, the way, maybe the next season of Treasure, someone should be looking for Hercules Chain. <laughs> get on that. It's a good idea. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. All right. Stay in Peace. There he is. That is the official archivist, Ben Brown of WWE. Doesn't know. Doesn't have the Hercules chin. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Where do you think that is? You think it's in the trash? <laughs> if honestly, it's plastic, it's in the trash. Honestly? Yeah. It's it's probably in someone in Hercules's family's storage or basement or something. It's not gone. That was a big artifact. On it, when you think about it, it's a very important artifact. It, like, like, like the two by four. It's not the two by four. No, but at the same time, to me, Hercules is more mage than Hacksaw Jim Duggan. If you're ranking artifacts yeah. from that era, I would put Hercules's chain in the top five coolest artifacts. I agree. The snake, like the snake bag. The snake bag is number one. Probably the, the, the Brutus shears. Yeah, that might oh. be number one for me. The shears. Okay. The shears are gigantic. What I mean. else? I mean. Uh, you know, maybe Bad News Brown's Harlem Rat. <laughs> no, no, no. JYD's think, collar. JYD's collar. Uh, well, JYD's collar was was already like they found it, right? It's 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 there. 
It, it's, in, it's in the archives. Rick Martell. Arrogance. Rick Martell's oh, arrogance, arrogance bottle of arrogance. Yeah. With the actual. Yep. What else? God rest his soul. Frankie. Uh, oh, Frankie. The thing Frankie stood on. The accessory of the century. Yeah. <sighs> what an amazing bird. Um, okay. Matilda, are we putting? Oh. Now we're just now we're just talking about animals. Yeah. <laughs> are we forgetting anything else? Terry Funk's. Well, now we're just talking about LJN accessories. <laughs> Terry, Terry Funk have a whip? No, Terry Funk had a branding iron. Branding oh, iron. Oh yeah. Um. There's got there's others. I mean, what are we what are we missing here? Demolitions. Uh, things. Legion of Doom. Well, that was gear though. That's that was gear. more gear. But I, maybe gear. the helmets. The black helmets, which I held at uh, WrestleCon this year, I was there heavy galore, and they they're still in incredible condition. Who the demolitions masks? Demolitions masks. Yeah, I never thought. I mean, in a million years, if you told me I would be holding demolitions masks, that's the greatest thing that's ever happened to you. That's the kind of thing that makes Dipperstein weep. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Let's talk about this week in professional wrestling just a little bit. By the way, speaking of the aforementioned Maxwell Jacob Friedman, so he was not on TV last week. No. No. And, and hasn't SG- been on TV in a couple weeks. SGG, what's the speculation? I know, I know there's plenty of it. What are people saying? Well, people are still trying to figure out. Is this a, like, obviously it's entered into, like, this is a work territory for most people. But okay. him not appearing, I think, enhanced the quality of, of the work. 
Because I think and he's and he's been removed from the AEW roster. Yes, and I think they said his merch was pulled also. Yep. So you know, it's just enhanced the quality of of the work. I know. I think I I did see some speculation that that Warner executives weren't happy with his uh his pipe bomb, which I think even calling it a pipe bomb is a little disrespectful to MJF. Why? Because you think it was better. Not that it was better, but just that like it it had it, more more meat to it. Like you know what I mean. It deserves its own. It does. Is what you're saying. It does. It's in its own lane. Like, um, yeah, yeah. When you search MJF on the shop, all you get is DVDs. No I mean, shirts. It's, it's no. maids that it's maids that they put these on DVD still. Is WWE still making DVDs? No, they just stopped. They just stopped. They just stopped. Yeah. Like, what's the last DVD? Um, I think the last DVD came out either in December or January. Oh my god! Because I just realized something. Yes. I absolutely need the Royal Rumble DVD from when I won the twenty four seven. You can get that. We'll get that. We'll get that for you. Really, yeah. really, dip. You were supposed to get me the uh, 24-7 belt, too. I'm still going to do By the way, we haven't told the story on the podcast. I think you have. <laughs> Tell right? It's very funny. SGG. So, Dipperstein, after I won the title, at some point, I'm like, I obviously have to get the 24-7 title. And Dipperstein goes, don't get it. Do not get it. Courtney and I, we're going to get it. We're going to get it framed. We're going to do a whole thing. Don't do anything. I go, oh, that's that's really really nice. And by the way, they've they've given me literally the best gift I've ever the received. The Keenan before. jacket was so expensive. I, I'm sure it was the <laughs> gift of the set. It was hundred. It was say thousands. It was, it was yeah. very thousands thousands of <laughs> hundreds, hundreds of thousands hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands. It was an amazing gift. So they've shown the, the propensity and the prowess before. Yeah. So he says, "Don't get the 24/7 title." I got it. I go. You know what, Dip? That is so kind of you. All right, no problem. So years. I didn't. <laughs> so I didn't get it. And I'd say six months passed. And at some point I came, it came up again. I went, I think I'm thinking about getting it. He went, do not get it. Do not get it. We are getting it made. We are doing, do not get I it. I didn't say we were. I said we were going to. We were going, no, no, we're going to. We're going yeah. to do this, blah, blah, blah. Do not get it. Yeah. I went, all right, I will not get it. Another six months pass. <laughs> I see that, uh, the 24-7 title is on sale. So this is even, now's the time to get it. Well, no, no. So SG, I bought it. Okay. I said it's- I'm I, staring I, at it right now. I asked Natalie. <laughs> and by the way, I was buying Natalie a gift. So what happened was Natalie wanted the women's title because she is the greatest woman on planet Earth. And so I bought her the blue women's, the SmackDown women's title. That's the one, man. That's so beautiful. Yeah, it's so fire. I bought her the SmackDown women's title. Fire. And when buying it, I went, oh, 24-7's on sale, too. I'll get that as well. I hit up Dipperstein. I'm like, Dip, I'm sorry. I just want you to know. I was crestfallen. I said, I got the 24-7 title. He was legitimately angry. <laughs> I've never seen him so mad over text. He was disgusted. He was like, I, I can't believe you did this. I said, well, I've waited now over a year. What if, what if one day they stop selling it? That was my fear. One day it goes away. Right. Here's the thing. Here's, here's, let, me, let me defend myself. I'm going to take it out. I've never taken it out. All right, let's take it out. His defense so far has just been silenced, by the way. I I, okay, my, here's, here's my plan. No, here's my plan. My plan was to have it framed and then do custom nameplates. And the under, it was, it's a big undertaking. The 24-7 title doesn't have nameplates, though, right? 
I know, I was going to do nameplates. Well, we're going to find out I was going to do now. something insane, make a plaque, do the whole thing with a picture of it and do the whole like massive frame thing. You probably could. That's what I want. I want, I still want, I told him, I said, if you want to do that, I still want it framed. I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. Well, now you have 10 years to do it because he got the money already. But my expenses are a little crazy these days. So (laughs) let me just. (laughs) Need a little time. Yeah. (laughs) Ooh, look, it comes with a lot of plastic and like. Yeah, it's wrapped very nicely. I'm glad they take this title seriously when it comes to the shop. It's like. This is a fun unboxing. This is. Yeah. Okay. You never know what you're going to get on cheap heat. No, wow, I got to tell you, this is he, beautiful. He was not lying when he said there's a lot of plastic. He's tearing through, I think, what's yeah, the he's, third he's, layer yeah. of plastic wow. by my count. Wow, wow. it's actually and really it nice. There are there are side plates on it, by the way. Gorgeous. But you can't replace them, I don't think. Let me see. No, you can't. They don't have the, the screwable. But you why would they? It. They would never change them. Like, the, could, those titles could. change hands so fast. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, Peter Rosenberg had it once. I've heard that. <laughs> Wow, they really do a nice job. Yeah. Well, it's a five hundred dollar undertaking. Would you pay for this? This this fakakta thing. Uh, Two fifty, maybe. I have a yeah. I have a very SGG question, but I think you just answered it though. Because I was going to ask, do you get like a discount on top of the sale? I'd rather not say. Let me see. Well, we can edit it out then. We can, I will edit out the whole question. No, you don't have to edit out the question. <laughs> let me let me say. Well, you you saying I'd rather not say answers the question. I I, I know. I don't care. I don't think it's a big deal. Um. All right. Wow. Dip, you want it? And this is yeah. the buttons, not the Velcro. No, no, it's not Velcro. Which I think is even like that is mage to me. No, it's a, it's a nice real title. It does not feel like like a cheaper title. In terms right? of you weight, take these nameplates off for sure. You think you can take them off? Yeah. Let me see those nameplates. I don't think you can. They're screws. They're screws, dude. These these unscrew and let me see. You know, you'll take it. We'll but take the, it to a seamstress. But the name <laughs> the nameplates are much easier to do because they're meant to be unscrewed. Yeah, that's not meant to be unscrewed. No, okay. and then don't when you put a me. circle custom nameplate on the side of that, it might. No, you can't do that. You want to take a look at it? Yeah. I wonder <laughs> how can I display it in the meantime though before it gets the box. They have those like clips that you could put on the wall that like. Hang. Hey, don't you have one up, or you just have it on a desk or something? Yeah, I just have it on a desk. Anyways, um, so we. I thought I wanted to share that story. I think it's funny. So, um, should we talk about wrestling this week? Or <laughs> we, well, this is all about wrestling. It is. See, and by yeah, the we've way, done this wrestling is like, news. We've done. Yeah, this, this is, is the wrestling championship. This is my favorite kind of cheap heat. MJF rumors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, quilted northern. This is my kind of. This is my favorite. Cheap this heat is my too. favorite cheap heat because the truth is, SGG <laughs> and Dip, I did not like. I was not passionate about anything on TV over the last week. So, like, I'm not saying there's nothing to talk about. There, I'm sure there are. Let's talk about the amount of AEW titles now that are that is being wrestled. For. Oh, my God. Can, it we, is can we talk so about crazy the All-Atlantic at this Championship? All-Atlantic. Wait, what the hell is that? It's that, a new championship in the last that, week. Before you, get, oh, yeah. before you even get to that, let's talk about the fact that CM Punk was injured. Um, we spoke about that a little bit while you were away. Mm-hmm. They're having the interim championship tournament which is going to be separate from the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. And at the same time as this interim championship tournament is going on, they announce the AEW All-Atlantic Championship, which something positive. What the hell does that mean? The, we don't know. Well, you it's know unclear. what, e, I'm gonna. I'm not going to lie. I have no idea. Because in the announcement for the championship, they said coming from the, the visionary Tony Khan, uh, it's time to give AEW's roster of championship athletes a new reason to fight. 
And so they unveiled the All-Atlantic Championship, which they said represents AEW fans around the world in over 130 countries. And then on the championship itself, the All-Atlantic Championship, the Chinese flag is there. The Japanese flag is there. And they have they have brackets that they unveiled. And in one of the brackets, they have they have the flags up from the countries that people are representing. Buddy Matthews is in there representing um either Australia or New Zealand. I believe it's Australia. Yeah. I, I don't can I, None can of those I, countries are on, on the Atlantic. I, I just want to know what the word Atlantic is being used for. What what does China have to do with the Atlantic? Nothing. Why North they, Atlantic? I don't is that, is there an ocean no. over there? Is there there's a <laughs> There are a couple no, oceans over no, no, there. No, no, but I'm saying what I'm saying is, it's gotten to the point now where everybody, every single segment has a person coming out with a belt of some kind, and it, it's getting crazy. Now they've added all the New Japan people, yeah, with the with the, with the crossover pay per view in a couple of weeks. So now you have Will Ospreay and his tag team, um, uh, Aussie his Open, his faction, and by the way, they're dope. And Will Ospreay is a great wrestler. He has a really cool look right now too. Although I feel like all of his front teeth are fake. It's a very odd, he's a very odd smile. Um, but now it's just, they just keep adding just people and people and people. I mean, it just, it doesn't, it never ends. And the they amount all have championships. Like Adam Cole and Britt Baker are carrying around championships to represent a tournament that they won. Like if they lose that belt, that doesn't mean that the person they lose suddenly won the tournament. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Look, it's great. I am enjoying it. The wrestling is excellent still. Everything about it is, is you know, there's something, I didn't say everything. Obviously, I just contradicted myself. But there's there's so much great about AEW every single week still. But it's gotten to the point where now I do feel like I'm not seeing people that I should be seeing because of right. the amount of people. Now it's gotten to that point where it's like, wow, now there's tons of people. Although I do feel like the cream is sort of rising to the crop. Or, or um, the top, sorry. <laughs> um, like you got Jade Cargill. At the top of the women's division. But then there's like two women's divisions. There's the Jade, which by the way, I don't mind either because in WWE, I wish they had more storylines going on with different women. Well, they do. Um, they have the championship storyline with Bianca and Rhea, and then they have the Becky Lynch storyline that. Is- I know, but there's still. I know I should G, but I wish there were more. Honestly, I wish there was more for. I wish they would put them on TV more in different storylines, like, the, you know, like they, they, they used to. I think there's less than there used to be. Anyway, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm just there's saying. a lot going on. I, I'm saying like Jade Cargill's at the top. You know, MJF is seemingly at the top. You have, you know, Hangman Page. You have, you know, Jericho. It's all like working out at the end of the day. But if you do think back now, like all the signings, there's tons of people missing from television. Tons. From the main show. Yeah. So. Sonny Kiss hasn't been seen in, in, I don't know how long. Right. People uh, like that. Sonny Kiss was someone who seemed interesting, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, those are the, these people that they signed originally and was like, you know, this is an alternative and we're going to feature different kinds of people and blah, blah, blah. And then they disappear. As the- um, I, I'll say this about AEW. They are, the title thing is problematic. Um, yes. they, they still have a lot of great things going on, of course. But what AEW is becoming because of Tony Khan is it's for it's like someone saying i hate hot 97 hot 97 is not about real hip-hop i'm gonna make a real hip-hop station and someone like me would go oh that's a great idea 
And I would say that. I'd go, wow, an alternative to Power 105 and Hot 97 in New York. Wow, what are you considering doing? Oh, we're going to play classic hip-hop. We're going to focus on artists like Kendrick and J. Cole and all the sort of best of the of the real artists. And then when the station starts, they start out focused on Kendrick and J. Cole. But then they start hearing complaints from people saying, what about the real underground people? You guys aren't <laughs> doing enough. And rather right. than sticking with the stars of hip hop who are really good, like Kendrick and J. Cole, they start playing like offbeat, weird music that belongs on my late night show real late on Sunday nights. And that's all the, they start playing it all the time. It's a it's neat. I'm glad you're exposing the world to these things, but if you want to be on real television, they have to rein this in a little bit. It's too indie feeling. The problem is they it's too indie. They you know can't have it continue to, to piggyback off that comparison a little bit. You remember that channel, The Box? Of course I do. That used to play mm, whatever video people it was channel yeah. 51 on. For me. There you go. That is AEW. Like sometimes they'll play a banger of a video that you really love, but like the people have too much control. Here's the, the thing though. It's a if they kept it all separate, it wouldn't. We wouldn't feel this way. But since they're trying to cram it all into Dynamite and Rampage, it feels like, oh my god! Like now we got the Will Osprey people, the New Japan people. Now we got the Ring of Honor guys, and now we got this, and now that we those got those people should Make- all be Elevation, Dark, all that stuff. They have the opportunity. Dynamite should be the biggest players. Yes, Rampage should be the ones just below with a couple of the biggest like players SmackDown appear. Started out. No, the biggest exactly. players should never appear on Rampage. Well, mm, I, I don't know if I'd that. say that. I, 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 let me put it this way. I would love to have, for example, SGG, your main event on Rampage, John Moxley squashes a Joe Bear or something. I'm not mad at that. You know what I mean? You can, <laughs> you can bring them in for, for spots, but it's not their show. Right. The show is about... It was about building Jade Cargill. Now she is a main event player. Like she's a great example of it worked, right? Yes. They're same with Hook. It worked. Well, don't say that about Hook because it's time to pull the trigger on Hook, in my opinion. You can't. Wait, have- he's not. It hasn't been pulled yet. I thought no. it was pulled. Well, he, <laughs> he wrestled the dynamite match, didn't he? No. He still hasn't wrestled dynamite match. He's he's now teamed up with Danhausen, and they're now Hookhausen, which right. is a hilarious. It's a funny combo. I'm into it. It's working. Okay. But it is now time where we have seen Hook do the Hook thing for months and months and months and I, I don't mind a slow play as you know i like when things take a long time to simmer but but it is time to throw hook into a feud that is meaningful with someone who can who, whose ass he can beat that matters and 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 not we don't want to put the title on him okay we don't well, need a new can, hook title he can have, they have they have 50 he can have yeah. a title yeah give him give him the you know the ring the, of honor international tv mid-atlantic yeah, championship the taz you know. mission title yeah the uh yeah so so i and i just think if you if you handle those two shows that way and then you use your web shows for the other stuff and then maybe one day you score another cable deal on a small channel and you can throw one of them on there but they gotta solidify what the dynamite other, and rampage are the other thing is when there are so many tournaments now in wrestling. Well, particularly in AEW. In AEW, there's a million tournaments. They have in two WWE, going on right now. In, in, I know. In WWE, they do it slightly better where you have, you know, the tournaments on NXT or it's like the UK tournament. It's just for the UK people or this and that. The problem is with the AEW tournaments is it's all the same guys. All the same guys are competing in all the different tournaments. Well, and also why? Can I showcase the younger people. And here's One the more other question. problem. Here's the other problem with AEW's tournaments, too, and it is that 
I think somebody touched on this, but didn't go right for it, is that the shows are not separate enough. They really are not. Because, like, WWE also has a lot of titles, but it feels more structured. It's like each show has their own set of titles, and that's what it is. So with AEW having all these championships that appear on all of these shows, it does feel a little bit more uh, more convoluted. And and, and and last thing I want to say, critical of AEW, um, they announced they're having the, the battle royal for the number one contender. Mm. They leave out all these main event players. I know, I know. Why would you have some of the names they had in that match and not have... Well, they've done... I mean, that's a classic wrestling thing but you can't leave all of them i mean they left practically every big one out I right mean, if, but they don't want to, they don't want their big guys getting thrown out i understand i i agree it looked ridiculous you can find a way but, you can find a way listen at least hulk adam hogan, page should have been in there he didn't even get a rematch or anything like right i mean i'm listening hulk hogan they found a way to pull him out of the royal rumble illegally you can find ways to do it you know like there's there's an op- opportunity there um at, but for the week on wwe television we are now gonna get riddle and Roman Reigns on Friday night, no one knows what's going on with Roman, I mean, with uh, Randy. That seems to be wide open. Does yeah. anybody have a really good hunch on what's going on there? Um, No. I, I mean, there, there are whispers and rumors that his back injury might not be as uh, as much of a work as people think. So hopefully that is <sighs> false. And that it is a work, and that it is building the SummerSlam, but um, but yeah, that's that's what we what I've heard. Um, and what do we have in the way of matches for official matches for Money in the Bank so far? Natalia and Ronda. Natalia, Natalia and Ronda. God, the Ron, the Ronda. I know. Title reign is just a snooze fest. Does everybody SGG think that this Ronda thing is not going well this time around? Yes. That's a it's known almost thing. like consensus. Uh, it is the issue that unites wrestling fans across yeah, the board. Right. Is that Ronda is not a great champion right now? Not even good a call, good champion right now. It's it, it's like I don't think she wants to do it. It doesn't feel like she's into this. No, it feels like work. It feels like work. To, it feels it's like you're watching someone work, work. and not the way you want to watch them work. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, we have we have Lacey Bliss, Liv Morgan, Oscar. Uh, I'm sorry, we have Evans, Bliss, and Morgan versus Oscar or Becky Lynch. We'll find out next week, and then four others. We have Seth Rollins, Drew, Ma- and we have Seth Rollins confirmed in the men's, and Drew or Sheamus, uh, the winner of that, will also plus another six. And then we have Bianca versus Rhea. Did we? It felt like we got to that kind of quickly. I, I'm a little. You guys know how how big I feel this could eventually be, so it feels a little rushed the way we just got to Bianca and Rhea. No, um, yes, I, I didn't I did like the blink of an eye to me. Like there was zero, I'm a zero build. It was like a week ago. Why is Rhea? This is the problem with the Judgment Day now. This is the Judgment Day thing. They need to all have the common enemy, all three of them. If they're all have disparate storylines going on, it's, yeah. it doesn't feel like a faction. The way you make a faction feel like a faction is everyone in that faction has a con- especially when there's only three people. Have them all have a common enemy. They're all out to destroy one person. I disagree a little bit though. Like I I agree to the extent that them having a common enemy would be great, but I disagree to the extent that that's what makes a faction a faction. Because also, what 
another thing that makes a faction a faction is them protecting a championship that one of them has. Now, it's sort of tough for the women's championship to be that championship in a faction where a majority of the people are men. But um, protecting the championship is also what makes a faction a faction. So if they if they go Maybe the route of ago, we want all the gold, Maybe I mean, work, not every faction has done. to have that goal. But that's the thing, and they're they're not. That's gonna the problem, be... SGG. When you make it about the title, it just it gives them an excuse not to tell a story. Yeah, and and they're not the bloodline. No, I mean the bloodline is about the titles, okay? And the bloodline is reasonable to be about the titles because they have the number one guy in the company who's held the title as long as friggin' Bruno San Martino. So <laughs> they are in a position to be the title faction. I, I I'm with Dip. I feel like the Judgment Day. I felt this about their match at the last pay per view. D- didn't have enough of a direction in terms of an enemy and now of course it's confusing because edge is gone all of a sudden it's 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 crazy land yeah i don't understand what's going on with that but i'll tell you this though we do have to move on dipperstein has a lot of things to do today and my voice is going to give it any moment but don't forget i'm black y'all and i'm black y'all and i'm blacker than black and i'm black y'all and i'm black y'all and i'm black y'all and i'm blacker than black and i'm black y'all I'm blickety black, blacker than black, black. I'm blacker than black, yo, because I'm black and I'm black. I'll start. If you guys are good with that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it to my guy, MVP. When was the last time that MVP got himself a singles victory on television? <laughs> oh, on television Guess is key. <laughs> I was about to say, he almost got one at a hotel room and... <laughs> Well, so so let's get to that, too. I'm giving it to MVP for his performance on television, getting the win over Cedric Alexander, one, two, three in the middle of the ring with some help from Omos. But here's what they're saying. They're saying there was a hotel confrontation with Chris Jericho and MVP that took took place last month in Houston. They exchanged words, but things never got physical. MVP was there to, to visit Matt Hardy and was amongst the AEW stars of the hotel. Jericho reportedly got in the last word as he told MVP he doesn't fight jobbers as the when he got in the elevator closed. and MVP was screaming about it in the lobby. MVP said there was an exchange, but it didn't go down like that. There are two sides to every story. Jericho said nothing else to say. I don't fight jobbers. Enough said. Yeah. So I don't understand what happened though. How did they get to the point of saying I don't fight jobbers? Well, MVP want the fight and Jericho didn't want the smoke. So he, said i don't fight jobbers as he walked off it's a good line to use if you're scared of a fight <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I, I i just want to say which he should be the, though, too. brown belt i am Brazilian i am belt. very i'm very biased here no part of me is objective in this none but i just want to say mvp would have whooped that ass jericho but, so <laughs> probably the right move was to say a line as the elevator doors were closing you made the right decision you're biased in favor of the one who is a brazilian jiu-jitsu brown belt yeah who literally goes fighting in tournaments regularly yeah. and winning <laughs> that's not that's not called oh, and by the way called making an informed decision that's but, an educated but guess. i think i'm also pretty sure mvp spent nine years in jail <laughs> like he on every level is battle tested like there is <laughs> exactly. you do not want exactly. the smoke Exactly. With MVP. No. Um, Speaking right. of, I'm going to give it to Montez Ford. <laughs> oh, Montez Ford. He had the sickest. His splash this week was. This guy. He may hit He may hit a um a big screen, like one of the big screens in an arena. Mm. He may hit the big I screen. I want to know day. what in his anatomy allows him to jump this high. <laughs> it is the craziest jump I have ever seen. It's, it's cr- the craziest wrestling jump ever. It's amazing. How's that for a 
for a for a declaration. The big it, it, he I, gets the most air of anyone in the history of wrestling. I, 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 if any if any peckerheads out there can show me a video of anyone getting higher than Montez Ford, I would I would welcome that image. All right, please DM him at the Dipperstein. Closest scene. is Rob Van Dam, but I don't think I don't think he. No, come but, on. Yeah, he's he, not even he close. Felt like a stone compared to Montez <laughs> Ford. Exactly. All right, what do you got, SGG? I'm giving it to um to a group of my friends, um, these Black Wrestling Podcasts, the A Show, Black Announce Table, and Black Wrestling have come together with um, a mm. teacher from Brooklyn. His name is Victor Perry. He has a wrestling club at Kip AMP Middle School. He started this club just because he noticed that some of his students were fans of pro wrestling, and they they get together, they watch matches, they talk about what's going on. And this club has gone viral. It caught the attention of Sasha Banks. She went to the club and visited with the students and answered questions and hung out with them. Um, about a month ago, she took the women's tag title with, with her on this visit. Oh, when she showed up, that was that video? Yeah, that was that school with this teacher and this wrestling club. And so Black Announced... And what are the podcasts doing with it? Well, Black Announced Table, The A Show, and uh, Black Wrestling, they came together. They set up a GoFundMe because they want to send as many kids from this club as they can to WrestleMania Hollywood. So they set up a GoFundMe. They put it out. Um, the three of them are going live on Black Wrestling's YouTube this Thursday to, you know, talk about that and more, try to fundraise and, and just send these kids to Hollywood. Um, you know me. I'm famously cheap. I, I went in. I dipped into the stash. I put something to the GoFundMe. So because at the end of the day, I wish this was there. Everybody says this, but I really do wish this was there when I was a kid. Just like, yo, we got a wrestling club and then we'll take you to a show. And what, what better than the show of shows? That's amazing. Well, SUG, let me know who who is spearheading that the most. I, I'd love to to be involved. I'd love to help out. Yeah, yeah. I will. I'll let you know. But yeah, they're doing that. I can definitely I can definitely bring that to 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 the radio and and add some to that because that's very very cool. Very cool. Um, all right, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this random week. Oh, and next week, big episode. We will unveil the newest David Attenborough commentated show, narrated show. Everyone's talking about prehistoric times. We have learned exclusively at Cheap Heat that David Attenborough is doing a new show um, about a, a really different sort of group. This is a di you would say different scene. This is we've never seen anything like this before. No, no, never been done. <laughs> and also, and, and it's very interesting too. He's actually enlisting. It's not only going to be Attenborough. He's enlisting the help of a man we all know named Jewish Jr. Yeah. So this is going to be. Really big. We'll talk about it next week. Uh, everyone stay mage. SUG, enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. Stay mage. Take it easy, too. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. Troy, we forgot. Did you want to ask your advice on the air? I I'm sorry. As we close out, Troy. Troy, need Dip has to leave, but I forgot Troy needed life advice. What's the question? I, I do need some life advice. So the pleasure of working remotely is great. Like, I love working remotely, and the ring sure. allows us to do it. However... When you can live anywhere in the world, how do you choose where to go? So I know I'm a Northeasterner. I'm from Troy, this region stay. of the world. I lived in Colorado briefly. It wasn't for me. It was too far away. <sighs> so I've whittled my living options down to three places. Go ahead. Where I, where I currently am in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, you get Boston, there, obviously. or New York Not City. There New are York cases to be answer. made for <laughs> each that I can about? justify. And I'm not sure what to do. Am I still on? Can you hear me? And yes. Jerry's life experiences. Uh, I take, you know, your opinion. All right. All right. Well, Troy, two things. There's oh, two. Jerry's got some years on me. Okay. The answer is, the answer is New York. 
<laughs> Boston. What the hell are okay. you gonna do now? No, Hold Boston's on. a Boston's, Boston's a, a okay. I, I, Boston. I have I have a better suggestion. I like Boston. I have a, a better suggestion than all three of these places. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. <laughs> no, no, no. Troy. Los Angeles is definitely. Troy, I love you. Troy. I gotta go, brother. All right, bye, De- okay. All right. So definitely here's my here's my LA. thought. LA is not the answer for Troy. Here, Troy, you could do. I I know you recently interviewed Miss Hatton on your podcast. Oh yeah. Did she tell you about the bit that she did on YouTube many years ago? She did not. She did a thing on YouTube live where she took questions from people um, or she did on social. I guess maybe it was on IG, but she was also on. It's also on YouTube. You can find it. She let people suggest places for her to go. She made a spin wheel. She put all the suggestions in the spin wheel and she spun the wheel. That feels too chaotic for Troy. Uh, yeah. Feels- well, listen, but hold on. But SGG, think about it. Troy is a man with nothing. He doesn't have any. He all he needs is a backpack. So, which is why New York City doesn't feel like my vibe. Because as a minimalist, I mean, does it get any more maximalist and extra no. and materialistic than New York City? It doesn't feel like a right. No, fit. New York City has those little hipster neighborhoods with like, and they got like the micro apartments and. Yeah, you could actually do a really. You're actually someone who could live pretty well in New York. Like most people your age, it's really hard to move here because it's too expensive. If you lived in the dump that I lived in when my wife, my ex-wife kicked me out, you could live there very comfortably for 1500 bucks. Oh, sorry. Dip needs something. Okay. All right. We got to go. I, Dip needs me. Can we finish this conversation next week, <laughs> it Troy? Wasn't, oh, it yeah. wasn't that much of a dump, though. I visited. It wasn't. It was a dump for the man who no, 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 no. No, no, SGG, you went to the second place. Oh, you didn't go first? to the dump. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. You didn't. No, no, no. Ask Dip, Dipperstein. <laughs> yeah, Dipperstein can't even talk see about his face. it. <laughs> Dipperstein can't, can't even talk about it. It makes him too upset to talk about The look on your face uh, tells me that this was, this was very bad. Very, very bad. Uh, all right. Love you guys. We'll see you next week. Stay mage, everyone. Red Heart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. Mage.